Hope in Trying Times is a new special album on the Adventures in Odyssey Club, and it features 24 episodes to see you through. The episode list should be available on AIO Wiki, I think. I don't know. If it's not, guys, get on it. That's the surprise news for today, although a little birdie told me that Austin Peachy already knew about this. But the big news for today is that Garrett has reminded me of something that I said, and I find that very interesting when that happens. I'm going to read what he said. He says, I remember that in a previous podcast, Lee had mentioned that Atticus appeared in a few Clubhouse articles as well as his Twitter account. In those appearances, Atticus mentioned something about being in an AIO recording session that took place sometime during January of 2018 or 2019. I'm pretty sure it was late 2018. Anyway, in this recording, he mentioned that Maury had a mysterious history that Suzu was familiar with. Atticus also said that Maury was on the edge and that he could either go over to the dark side or stay in the light. Lee, do you remember what I'm referring to with that earlier podcast and AIO recording? Yes, I do. I think that was for a sacrificial escape, that they recorded it and then they just delayed the release for a while. And yes, you called me out on it. Thank you for reminding me of that. I had totally forgotten about that. This validates the theory. This makes it make sense. Mori is doing what he's doing in a sacrificial escape because he wants to be the bad guy. But then he's also pushing back in further from the truth to prove he's not the bad guy. How does that sound? I don't know. I think this is fascinating, the discussion we keep having on this. And if I forget something else that I've said previously, remind me of it. Everything, every little detail is important here. So then Marissa left a comment, and I want to read part of that right here. She wrote, As for the phone video, I have a theory about the passcode. Mori has watched Emily solve several cases. If she records her mysteries on her phone, Mori could have easily watched her input her password and memorized the number. Think Jason in the top floor part three. Yeah, good callback to that one, but I don't see how Maury could have done that. Because the only mysteries he's watched her solve are the key suspects, the writer's ruse, and Further From the Truth. But Further From the Truth, she wasn't narrating. That's the thing. I don't know. I think if he has a way to get her passcode, he will. But anyway, let's keep going. My question is how Emily could have gotten a video on her phone of her kidnapping Suzu. She wouldn't have been able to take Suzu with one hand while simultaneously holding the phone. A sound recording would prove nothing, and if the phone was on the floor during the altercation, not much could be seen. So what could have happened is Suzu hired Mori to record on Emily's phone, while Suzu set up Emily to appear that she is masterminded a kidnapping. Ooh, that's interesting. I didn't read all of this, the rest of her comment, but she's saying maybe Suzu is the bad guy. But here the thing is, I think it still is an audio recording. I think an audio recording would prove, because of what we're going to hear, I assume, later on in Rydell Revelations Part 1, is Emily saying something like, Hey, Suzu, where are you going? And Suzu's struggling. No, not Hey, Siri. I'm over here. I don't care. We would hear Suzu struggling, and I think that's probably proof enough. I don't know. Video would be better, but I just find it impractical that Emily's recording video on her phone. Uh, because what Jared DeWight did was record audio on his uh, tape recorder, not phone. Oh, also, Jared DeWight broke in the lockers. That's all I got to say right now. You're listening to AIO Audio News. We're always stuck on Maury now, aren't we? <laughs>